I have been selling this book, Zanaz Lee and Wan Chun Hong's Guide to Indie Filmmaking, which is published by MPH. For a while now, it's a really good book. If you want to be a filmmaker, whether it's for YouTube, social media, TV, film, cinema, whatever, this is the book to get. I'm going to make it more accessible and more affordable to all of you because I believe that everybody needs to become a filmmaker. The more filmmakers we have in the world, I think this world will be a better place to live in. Now it's available as an electronic book download on my website, I'm gonna link it here. It's really cheap, it's really affordable, it's only five ringgit if you want to get the ebook version, okay? Five ringgit! It doesn't really cost much, right? It's just a little bit of something for me. I mean, it did take a lot of work to write. Each chapter of this book talks about one part of the filmmaking process. And for each chapter as well, I interview a local filmmaker. It's only five ringgit! It's only five ringgit! You're watching and listening to the Fat Villain Film Club and I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli And I'm Shia Ibstawan And as usual, every week we watch a local film and we review it And this week we're not watching a local film and we're not reviewing that Because uh, it's Chinese New Year season! Yeah, it's Chinese New Year! So we're gonna watch our five Chinese New Year ads as we do every year Yes Did we watch five ads? Yes, we watched five ads I didn't feel like we watched five ads. It's just like one long ad. Yeah. The same theme. Okay, so... So uh, we watched five ads. We watched five ads. That felt like one long ad with the same theme. Uh, yeah. Huh. So let's go through one by one, okay? Okay. And maybe uh, you can spot the similarity. Half a step to the left. Oh, okay. Uh, hey, not too much. Ah, oh, okay, like that. Okay, so... <laughs> a little bit off. Ah, okay. Ah, uh, so the first one... Oh, what was the first one? The first one... Actually, what was the first one? <laughs> I don't the first know. one we watched was McDonald's. No! The first one we watched was... McDonald's. DG. No, McDonald's. Then only watch DG. No. Okay, yeah. la, fine la, McDonald's. Yeah. Okay, the first one we watched was McDonald's. So it's about this daughter who's saying that her mother is a hairdresser and then... But uh, makes outrageous hair, uh, hairstyles. In a small la. town. So every year, her mother makes like outrageous hairstyles la, as like a Chinese New Year promo or whatever. And she is like the victim of her mother's uh, experimentation. And she loved it. And she usually yeah, enjoys she it. it because she was they, a little kid. After they do hair already, then they go to McDonald's and eat a prosperity burger. Even though last time there was no prosperity burger, but never mind. Uh, it depends how long last time was. Well, I don't know. By the looks of the hairstyle, it looked like it was in the 80s. There were no prosperity burger then. Anyway. <coughs> I was around in the 80s. Was there prosperity burger? Yes. <laughs> okay, fine. Anyway. Was prosperity so fine la. so every year she'll go eat prosperity with yeah. her. And then after that, uh she gets to a point where she's like slightly more grown up and then she's like, I don't wanna do this anymore because, because she got made, made fun, fun of, of her. Yeah. Boys made fun of so her. So then hairstyle. she stopped she stopped uh, letting her mother do her hair until she was an adult. One day she realized that oh my mother's getting old. 
So she asked her mother to do her hair again because she doesn't know how long more her mother will keep the salon open because her mother is old and uh, some traditions need to be kept alive because so that is what keeps us together. The entire family gets their hair done by the mother yeah, for Chinese New Year. Her. Except for her. Because she's yeah. the one already. Yeah, but eventually, okay lah, she took it lah. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe when her mother is like old. Look, I, I don't know. What, what did you think about the ad? I thought it was very unique. Um, they haven't done the small town hairdresser auntie angle <laughs> uh, before. Or if they have, I don't remember. So I thought that was nice and fresh. Um, sure. Uh, but the theme was still the, the, the theme was of, still very common. Yeah, the family or yeah, whatever that was Still very common, common. Or don't, don't forget your family, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, you know. Even as you grow... So uh, they might be gone, you know. But that was nice, lah. I don't know. Um, Fine. I, I prefer eating a prosperity burger than watching the ad, lah. Yeah. Which, <laughs> uh, so it was, it was okay, lah. It was fine. Uh, uh, nice new angle, but same, same, same thing. Old, same but old, I mean, it's Chinese New Year. I don't really know what other thing they would. It seems like for the past two years, they want to stress on that, right? It's no, family. It's either family or Zoom. Like Zoom, Zoom celebrations yeah, Zoom celebrations Or helping one another Because of the pandemic helping one another Because MCO. of the pandemic And then this year It's just like Okay You can finally celebrate Chinese New Year again So please don't forget Your, your family. family Because people forgot them During the MCO We cannot meet yeah. So there was that And then we move on To the DG one So the DG one Is this young girl Who uh, is in a big family uh, Who owns they run a, restaurant. a restaurant So the entire family Runs a Chinese restaurant lah, Together and the family is very loud, uh, very brash, and um, very noisy all the time. And then her parents die. And her aunties and uncles basically raise, raise her. her la. That one particular uncle. Uh, la. And then she becomes like very educated, uh, you know, goes to like some white people's school. And uh, during the pandemic, <laughs> the restaurant <laughs> a, is... A white people's school who opened franchise in Malaysia. Uh, whatever lah. <laughs> Which la. is what happens so, in Malaysia now. Yeah, she goes to a <laughs> semi-white people's school. <laughs> So and then uh, she people. thinks she's very smart lah, yeah. basically. And then um, during the pandemic, she like gets a crash course on like digital marketing or whatever. So she proposes it to her family members. She watches a YouTube video. And her family members are like, no, we cannot change the restaurant name. We cannot do this and they don't want to listen to her idea. And then she's very upset because she feels like nobody is supporting her efforts to try to keep the... Yeah, because restaurant alive. And she says what? This is business. Nothing to do with the family. It's uh, business. This is business. Nothing yeah. to do with the family. But then after and that, then there's a after flashback that she thing. remembers that her father is always saying that family, family is, more, is important more important than, than anything. So she goes and apologizes to her uncle who scolds her. But the uncle don't want to accept her apology. Auntie, uh, then the auntie also says, you don't forget, ah, uh, she's family, ah, uh, whatever, ah. Uh, mm. so She's been waiting here to apologize to you for four hours. Oh. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah lah. And then at the end of the day The uncle comes back To sort of help With the family Because family, family. is more important than anything. And then they remember That the uncle had promised The father to take care of her Yeah and, because and family Is more la. important than everything In case you didn't get The message <laughs> They say it like Four times Okay But 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 One <sighs> thing was interesting About about it, Not much difference Than the McDonald's one McDonald's one is a little bit funny lah. But this one Was a little bit different In the sense that I thought the uncle would You know how stereotypically Ads are like this The uncle will be like Oh yeah so it's okay Accept apology They all become warm and what But the uncle decided Not to accept the apology He just came back He, he, he got angry at first He's like Fuck you uh, He didn't say fuck you He said stupid uh, lah He said uh, stupid lah You don't know anything So that kind of Felt a little bit real lah You oh. know there was a little bit Of reality there yeah, Then, then later on Later on it became unreal <laughs> No but I really think That was quite was okay. Realistic yeah. Because mm. I don't know My mother is also like that she's very family is 
more important than anything. And then whenever... Um, so she's the oldest, right? And she's got like six other siblings. And throughout the years, her siblings have, especially during Chinese New Year, like gotten into fights lah. You know, this small, small family drama and she will always use that lah. So whatever it is, y'all are still family. You just shut up and sit down and eat together. Yeah, which is uh, okay. So yeah. it's how she resolves all conflict lah in the household, which I find a little bit toxic because, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. your family is toxic and abusive and you just need to not be around them. No lah, I think... So, I think you still have to find a way to, to reconcile. Nope. I think if they're really abusive, you can just like not do it. It's a generation thing, you know? Yeah. I don't think that you should constantly be abused by your family. That is not healthy and it's not good for you. What about friends? So, friends who are toxic and you yeah. need to cut ties with friends who are toxic. You do that. So there you go. Um, yeah. So that was the DG ad. Moving on. What was mm. the third one we watched? TNB. Ah. So the TNB one was about this auntie who uh, feels like she had like a string of bad luck and then she she bumps into the Sifu who sells her like some expensive bracelet that will change her luck around. Yeah, sh- but then, surprise, it doesn't change her luck around. So she emo already, she go home, she tell everybody, hey, I'm very sweet this year so I'm not going to come to your house for Chinese New Year. And then she leave group, which I thought was so like... Wow, auntie. <laughs> that was like really 21st century drama, peak drama. Like, auntie left group. Okay. <laughs> so she leaves the group. The next morning she wakes up. She, uh, everybody's come to her house and say, Oh, never mind, lah, your luck very bad. We come and change your luck for you. So she they decorate her house. She throws the pineapple, you know, and all of this like really like nice things. Then she realizes, Oh, actually, I am not unlucky. I'm very lucky because I have my family. Ha! Yeah. But the, but one thing that I like about this one is that they throw um, superstition out the door. Yes. It's bullshit. I love that. Yeah. I love that. You know Chinese New Year, I purposely wear black to show that nothing bad is going to happen anyway if I wear black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? It's like, yeah, so I, li- I like that fact. And that, that people sometimes prey on this superstition to... Because at the end of the advertisement, the police caught the Sifu who sells the bracelet. The Indian guy, the Malay guy who dropped oh, things on her. Yeah, and then the Indian yeah. guard who 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 took her, who, who accused her of shoplifting. Yeah. Right? They were all in a conspiracy so that to con people to buy these good luck bracelets to yeah. convince them they're having bad luck. You know? Yeah, so so yeah. Yeah, that was very you know? nice. And I think it really shows um, the superstitious superstitious aunties like, you know, actually stupid. You know? It doesn't really do anything. Every single culture has superstition. And they're all oh, stupid. Blanket stupid. stupid. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, that was nice. I really, I yes. agree. I really like that. Yeah. That, that bit of it. Yeah. But, then, uh, but then, people will say, but culture, superstition is culture and you cannot say culture is wrong. Is it really culture <laughs> though? Is it? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah so that's that. Um, the fourth one was? Mr. DIY. No, RHB. RHB. Okay, so it's about this father and son who are walking through their village. So this is based on a true story. Ah, and the village is like filthy, like super, super dirty. Uh, There's rubbish everywhere. And then this boy is like, maybe people are just irresponsible. And, you know, maybe we, if we clean up, then everybody will also have to follow and clean up. And his father is just like, go home home and decorate the house. You go help your mother. Because he is obviously jaded and old. And he's like... But he wasn't rude to the son though. He was very nice. He's just... Very evasive lah. He said, come, let's go home. Decorate the house. And then there was this this narrative, his his own voice going on saying that, 
can it's one person really to change to the world? It's hard. Children, it's hard. Yeah, yeah, explain to children. One person doesn't change yeah. the world. Um, but then the innocence of a child eventually yeah. makes it happen. Because right? he said the answer is very simple. So the boy, because the father was lying him, right? So he, he goes and friends. finds his friend and he's like, hey, maybe the two of us should, should do it. Then he said, oh, only the two of us are. Then his friend said, oh, we see how. And then and in then the end, the the, all the children, goes, all his friends came. Yeah, all the children come and clean up. The, the entire village lah, basically yeah, then the father went looking for him yeah. then they saw it's like oh shit yeah actually all it takes is one person uh, you know, innocence of a child lah. People, anyway. you know? yeah, and then mm. the father also goes and helps and then all these other parents come and help lah. Mm. and then they basically clean up the village lah. so it's based on a true story of a village in Telo Intan where they had like a waste management crisis and then 10 little ten kids, kids in the neighbourhood cleaned up the village and the, the last slide in the ad was these, these real 10, ten kids, kids lah. Lah, which was nice yeah, which is really you know? nice but I, I, you know it's great because when I think about this ad I see like the younger generation is going to do going to change they're going to do something for the country but then when they start growing up and they become activists and they become vocal prop kill cannot no more you know? as long as they continue actually doing the work yeah if they continue uh, actually wanting to do something about it into empty voids I th- I'm kind yeah. of okay with but that but there are a lot of young people like that and they want to do something but then the system just kills them and yeah. not literally or kill they just uh, consti- but constantly yeah. just talk about doing something but don't actually do yeah, it it breaks up into two but I still don't like the system of you know putting down activists you know, people who want to actually do something, uh, but then if you do something, oh, no, you cannot gather, it's against the law. Oh, cannot do this, it's against the law. Mm. You know, uh, then, then you kill their spirit. Then investigate them, la, yeah. uh, put their families in danger, la, arrest <laughs> them. La. Yeah, that's pretty uncool. Yeah. So, so, so the father has a point, you know? The father kind of has a point because he's like, he's so jaded. He's grown mm. up and he's seen this happen. Yep. So he sees these kids, okay, la, let these kids do it. Hopefully their spirit doesn't get killed la, as they get older. Yep. Mm. So. Don't harass young people and investigate them. It's what, what we learned from this ad about recycling. Were you so distracted by the grab guy? A little bit. Why? He's not even coming to our house. I don't know if he's going to come here anyway. And then, <laughs> yeah. So, that was that ad. But I, yeah, it was nice lah. It was nice. Um, it also kind of reminded me of our neighbourhood actually. Hmm. Because uh, I was thinking about how, um, you know, we are friends with our neighbours. Uh, it's, not the that pandemic. Our, it's not that our kids are making a change, like they're not. They just went out to play. The uh, kids so started becoming friends, no, and then in the end, yeah, the adults became friends it too. It just reminded me of the time when we had lost our dog, and then oh uh, yeah, it was yeah. a public holiday, and we had lost our dog, and we were going around on our bicycles looking for our dog, and um, the entire neighborhood, our neighborhood, all our neighbors, cancelled neighbors their public holiday plans. Came out. And, and spend the whole day help us look for our dog. And, and like, it was great. The whole day. Our, one whole of day. our neighbours, even like after we gave up, two of our neighbours, uh, one went on a motorcycle and one went with her daughter on a bicycle to, to run in the, the hot sun at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Until evening, uh, until find, night. Yeah, to find our dog. And it was just really, really nice. And it just really gave me, brought me back the memories of that. It was just very, very heartwarming, uh, very sweet. So that's that. Um, the final one? Ma, Mr. DIY. Mr. DIY. So the Mr. DIY ad uh, shows three different um, families, uh, no, three different individuals who are like doing different kind of business. So one is a hairdresser, one is a tailor, and the last one is a chicken rice seller. Chicken rice seller. So all three of them, uh, they are like cancelling their friends. They are Ali Butu and Ahok, but they are not called Ali Butu. Aslan, Achong. And Ravi. Yes. Okay? Because they couldn't find another A name. That nah. was not 
Oh no, but the, anyway it's mutu, so there you go. Anyway. Ada seorang kawan namanya. <laughs> so, okay. Dia juga so, berkawan namanya. So Ali Butu and Ahok. We're calling them that, right? Ali Butu and Ahok. Yeah. Azlan so, lah. Azlan Achong, Azlan, and, Achong Ravi. and Ravi. Uh, they all basically like are closing up their plans. For because Chinese of Chinese New Year. They're like, so, sorry lah, uh, cannot, we cannot take any more orders. Oh, cannot, chicken sorry, rice finished already. We're closing cannot, shop already. We're closing. And then they all go back to like kampung. And they all speak Mandarin, uh, which huh. I thought was really nice. So they Azlan speaks Mandarin. Ravi speaks Mandarin. Uh, and then speaks Mandarin. Achong obviously speaks Mandarin. Well, not, not obviously, obviously, but Achong speaks Mandarin. There are many Chinese people who don't speak uh, Mandarin. So, uh, we see them like buying oranges lah. Then they in their own stuff, in, the, uh, in their own family. Ah, uh, packing stuff. Ah, uh, not together. Uh, this like, they are in their uh, separate. Because they're all married with kids. Yeah, and then Ravi right? is like driving and singing to his wife. Ravi and has an Indian in wife. Who they speak? He speaks Tamil. He speaks Tamil to the wife. Ah, uh, they all meet at the same place. Uh, which means that they all come back like basically to the same place. And they see this old Chinese auntie and they call, her, they call her Ma. Ma. Hmm. And it turns out basically that they are orphans lah. And they yeah. come back to the orphanage. Uh, they give out clothes, new clothes, the the new orphans. Yes. Ravi is giving them haircuts. Mm. And then there's like a montage with flashbacks to when they were kids, you know. Yes. And all these things that they went through together. And like, how they were always being scolded by the auntie. Yeah. And then eventually one day they all came together and said, uh, Madam, uh, can we call you Ma? Yeah. <laughs> so that was... Yeah. That was very nice. Mm. I thought it was uh, very nice. Yeah. It's also very funny and also unrealistic in a way. La. How come Ravi can speak Tamil if he grew up in a Mandarin or a Chinese? Wait, go Tamil school? Eh? <laughs> no, they all went to the same school because they did their homeworks together. Okay, they did their homework all together. Right? And how come uh, Achong married a Chinese, Ravi married an Indian, yeah. and Aslan married a Malay? Good. Yeah. It's like we must still keep the ethnic bound, the racial boundaries even in a multiracial advertisement. Okay? Yeah. We already let the Malayu and the Indian speak Mandarin, that, right? Yeah. Ah, finish. Yeah. That is our quota for multiracialness and the fact that they are all raised by one Chinese woman who may or may not have fed Aslan Babi, I'm just who, saying. Who may or, not, may or may not even know how to speak Malay. Mm. <laughs> there you or go. Tamil. So, <laughs> but like that lah. It was okay. But I don't know. Realistically, I didn't start speaking Malay until I went into UITM. So who knows? Maybe. Maybe second, Azlan, Azlan went school, to secondary school. You don't speak Malay. Yeah. I learned how to speak Malay when I went standard one. I didn't really, yeah. really speak Malay lah. Cause I don't know. Yeah, my friends were mostly brown kids, actually. And no, no I had friends of all races. English. Yeah. I was okay. So yeah, I know I yeah. had other friends too, but I didn't really have Malay friends because they don't want to be friends with me. Mm. So yeah, I mean yeah. So like that lah. So like now, who yeah. knows? Who knows what happened to Azlan and Ravi when they left the orphanage? Yeah. You know, maybe that's when they started picking up their languages. It's like our neighborhood, you know. We are their Malay friends because we they're all the Chinese. Malayus. But then again, they're comfortable with us because we are not really like Malay. Yeah. Because we also can speak Cantonese. They speak to us in Cantonese, so how? Yeah. <laughs> but we're their Malay friends again. But they're, well, they're Malay friends. <laughs> we're Malay friends. Uh, we're their token Malayus. Uh, yeah, so... It was kind of nice, but also kind of... Nah. Gone, gone with the, the stand, very, standard template. Very normal it. lah. Yeah. Um, I would have been more interested if it was... um. Uh, I don't know if you, you remember that Maybank ad um, She's like a Sabahan girl or something oh. And then they are like they are, The Chinese boys are like making fun of her Because they think she's Malay And then in the end she gets on the phone and she speaks in Mandarin yeah. And then there's like a Maybang at the back Or something yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, That for me was a much better yes. Multiracial ad Than 
this lah. I mean, this had a good storyline, hmm. but it just didn't really didn't need to be done so generically. One Malaysia, nobody needs that anymore. We can move past the, all these racial racial things. Like okay, the the them speaking in Mandarin was already a very good step. Like, but yeah, like you said, why must also still marry a Malay? Why must also still speak Tamil to the wife? You know, maybe if Ravi grew up in a Chinese household, yeah. he will speak to his wife in Mandarin. In, in, maybe his wife doesn't speak Mandarin, but at least speak English lah. That would be a common. Oh Malay, uh, Malay, Malay would be la, more common. Would be a common uh, language. If you're la. English, then yeah. you're bangsa like, babel lah. Ravi, Ravi was a little bit too. Yeah, that may have been a little bit unrealistic lah. But mm. again, I don't know. There are many subplots we could have explored to explain so why. So there, there were there were glints and hints of nice things, but still quite common. But more overlaps with yeah. not so nice things. But the common theme of all five of these family. ads, and more that you can find, are family. So in 2022, I guess what they want you to remember is your family lah, in all shapes and sizes and forms and races, as long as you speak Mandarin. So... Yeah, on that wonderful uh, multicultural note, <laughs> happy Chinese New Year. Um, we could we tried very hard to find, but we could not find the Petronas. token Petronas ad of the year. Oh, how come? Huh? Uh, I was really looking forward to shitting on it the way I shat on the Raya one. If there is, let us know. Give us a link. Uh, give us the link so that we can make a very special video it. just to shit on it. Um, special mention to Mayfern uh, from Private Sapu who was in a Chinese New Year ad this year. She was in a Watson's Chinese New Year ad, uh, but we didn't review that one because it didn't come up on our. It did. It was the first oh. one at the top. Oh, and yeah. You just but kept on skipping down. Yeah, we didn't review yeah. that one. So because because of Watson's old blackface thing. Yes. <laughs> uh, on principle, I don't. It was a Chinese New Year thing also, right? That blackface it one. Was. I don't support uh. Watson's on principle because of the blackface thing. So, sorry, Mayfern. I like Mayfern though. Mayfern's great. Uh, yeah So Yeah lah Like this video Don't like this video Tell us what other Chinese New Year ads You would like us to watch um, How would you make a Chinese New Year ad? Let us know uh, Yes that wow. And if you can find one That isn't about family Please let us know And isn't about race <laughs> Doesn't involve an Ali Mutu Ahok formula Isn't a tearjerker <sighs> Isn't a <laughs> Yes yeah. Okay So let us know Um Subscribe to us on all our social media platforms at, at Fatbidin. Or go to fatbidin.com to get everything. Yeah. Uh, you've, been you've been watching and listening. And listening to the Fatbidin Film Club. I'm assuming and Zan Azli. And I'm Shao Ibsal. So do we actually say yes or no to watch? Oh, to watch these ads? Sukati but we never do this during Chinese yeah, ads. So Sukati, Sukati, mean, yeah. Kau lah. yeah. <laughs> Our daughter doesn't skip the Watson's ad. But she'll watch it right up to the point where it's like going to be Chinese here, right? Then our son will skip the ad for her. Because he's like done with it and wants to watch his... Foo Fighters video. There are some ads that we did that come on uh, at the beginning of the YouTube videos, but we cannot yeah, but say why it is. And we cannot say why it is. So but they're not Chinese ads, lah. That's all you need to know. <laughs> okay, happy Chinese New Year.